we will be reading from Ephesians chapter 4. So if you begin turning there, we'll be reading verses 1 through 3. Hear God's inerrant word. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Let's, let's pray. Oh Lord God, you indeed are worthy to be glorified in all that we think and say and do. And we thank you for the grace that you give that we might continue to grow in praising you and in exalting your holy name and continue to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord. And so we pray, fill us with your spirit that we might have hearts now ready to learn and wills ready to walk according to our calling in Christ. For we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Well, I just finished planning for and serving in and working for a big conference. Maybe you are all aware of that. And I began my week with a cold like many of you did. And I was a little weary. But I am excited about another conference. So I started thinking about this other conference right away. I just finished the conference. I'm thinking of another one now. And uh, looking forward to that. Rodney mentioned it in his prayer in August. It's on relational wisdom and peacemaking. And so I've been thinking of scriptures that inform us of these areas of relational wisdom and of uh, being peacemakers. And I don't know if you remember, in the beginning of the year, I shared from Rome, uh, a number of verses related to the pursuit of peace. What does it mean to pursue peace? And Romans 14, 19 was kind of the key verse at that point. Let us pursue the things that make for peace and the things by which one may edify another. So we're to be pursuing those things, and this conference is uh, to be helpful in that regard, in that pursuit. We want to continue pursuing those things in this body. And one passage I frequently go to, myself personally, and I share with you all often, and I think about often, is in, uh, related to relationships in the church, especially, is Ephesians chapter 4. And you might remember that Ephesians can be divided roughly into three parts. There's chapters 1 through 3. talks about the wealth that we have in Christ, how rich we are because we are in Jesus Christ by His grace. And that's chapters 1 through 3. And then chapters 4 and 5 and part of 6, uh, the beginning of part of 6, are on our walk. How are we supposed to walk since we have these riches in Christ? We're supposed to walk in a certain way and act in a certain way. And then in chapter 6, of course, is about our warfare in Christ and in the power of Christ. So wealth, walk, and warfare. And uh, this section we're going to look at today and uh, by God's grace over the next few months uh, is in chapter 4 related to our walk. It's related to our walk with Christ. So chapter 4 is basically how we're to relate with one another. How are, you, how are we to relate with one another and with unbelievers too? Uh, so I will be sharing off and on over the next several months about what this chapter uh, has to say to us. So we might be thinking of these things as we get closer to uh, that conference. Uh, today we're just going to look at verse 1. But I read uh, verses 1 through 3 because really there are one main thought there. And that is about our unity in the body of Christ. We are one in Him. 
and how we are to walk in unity. And what does that mean, to walk in unity? Verse 1 says, I therefore, the Apostle Paul said, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you are called. And so here Paul is telling us that he was a prisoner of the Lord, or you could say in the Lord, but he was a prisoner, physically a prisoner, and um, he was a prisoner of the Lord also. He was a servant of the Lord. And it was uh, a part of his calling, and he knew this, to suffer for Christ in this way, as a prisoner, as he preached the gospel to the Gentiles. And because he suffered, he spoke boldly here to the Ephesians. He exhorted, that, say, that word means exhorted. It's a stronger word. He implored. It says he beseeched the Ephesians, and now us, to, in a certain way, because we are in Christ. That's the key phrase of the book of Ephesians, in Christ, those two words. We are children of the Lord. We are his servants. We are his ambassadors. We are his friends, even. And we'll be talking about a particular calling this afternoon, uh, the call upon Brian Fox during our ordination service after lunch. But you all must realize that you are called also to walk in a certain way in your relationships here. You're all called, you all have a calling. And this letter indeed is addressed in chapter one. It says this, to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus. So this is a call, this is a call and an exhortation to the church in general. So we see specific instructions on a variety of relationships in the book of Ephesians. As I mentioned in chapter five, for example, we hear about our calling and then our walk in our marriages. So that's the husband and wife relationship. So everyone here who is married, you have a calling. And in chapter six, we see it talks about the parent and the child relationship. And also in the way that we are to relate as workers or employees and employers and with those who are over us in our work. And then also how we're even involved in battle. All those things, uh, the Lord gives us direction. And so the basic question this morning is, though, what does it mean to walk in a manner worthy of our calling? What does it mean to walk uh, in a worthy manner in th these relationships to which we are called? So we'll look into this more specifically in the coming meditations. But even in just the few verses we read this morning, we can see it talks about being humble, talks about being gentle in, with each other, patient with each other, bearing uh, with one another in love. It talks about loving one another, uh, being united, and also being peaceful. But basically, walking in a manner worthy of our calling means that we are to walk to please the Lord. Primarily, we're to do what pleases Him in our daily actions, our daily words. And we're, in fact, chapter 5, verse 1 says we're to be imitators of God. And since without faith it is impossible to please him, at the core, we must walk by faith in him who is worthy. I found this quote by John MacArthur uh, on how he talked about what does it mean to be worthy. And this is very helpful to me. And he said, worthy has the root meaning of balancing the scales. So that's, this is a good picture, I think. Uh, what is on one side of the scale should be equal in weight to what is on the other side. By extension, the word came to be applied to anything that was expected to correspond to something else. A person, this is an example, a person worthy of his pay was one whose day's work corresponded to his day's wages. 
The believer who walks in a manner worthy of the calling with which he has been called is one whose daily living corresponds to his high position as a child of God and fellow heir with Jesus Christ. That's a very helpful picture, I believe. And it says, he concludes, it's his practical living, his practical living matches his spiritual position. That is what it means to walk in a manner worthy of our calling. And the living triune God, our Lord and Savior, is worthy to be exalted in the way that we live and the way that we interact with each other. So as we come to this table, at this time to commune with the triune God, uh, we come in faith and we come in obedience, uh, which enables us to walk in a worthy manner by the grace that he gives as we commune rightly with him at this table. He gives more grace. And in thinking of our relationship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and thus our calling, I just want to conclude thinking of this. In our relationship, we are sons and daughters of our Heavenly Father. And so we are called to walk on this earth with him in love and obedience. He is our Heavenly Father. We are his children. We should walk in that way with him. We are ambassadors of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And so we are called to walk on this earth as those representing him and as those who call others uh, to come to him by communicating the gospel. We are disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, and so we are called to follow him and be learners. We are slaves. We are stewards of our master and Lord, and so we are called to serve him and to be faithful servants. And we are the dwelling of the Holy Spirit, and so we are called to build each other up and to be unified. And the dear Spirit is our guide into the truth of the word. He is our counselor and our comforter. And so we are to listen to him as he guides us uh, through his word, in his word. And we are his branches. So we are called to abide in him and cultivate, continue to cultivate the fruit of the Spirit by practicing the disciplines of grace that he's given to us. And so, brothers and sisters, as you partake of this table now, ask the Lord, ask the Lord to give you grace to walk in a manner worthy of your calling and thus pleasing to him. Let's pray. Oh, Lord, you are worthy of all our devotion and obedience as we walk with you. And you are worthy of all praise that you would even call us and then give us the grace that we need to live out that calling Oh, Lord, we pray that we would realize our, our calling in general as your people and in the specific ways that we each have, and that you would teach us to relate with grace and to speak with grace for the glory of your name. And we ask this, Lord, in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Master. Amen.